Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Blue Spec Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton. We are recording episode 90 of the 1 1, your award nominated podcast. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it is just after 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 19th of August, 2021. Uh, Pinjarra racing today. Belmont Blue Spec Stakes. Blue Spec Stakes. It's a bit of a mouthful. Blue Spec Stakes Day on Saturday. But also there's two feature country cups, Junction Cup and Newman Cup. Yeah. Just both uh, operational this Saturday. 40 grand for a Newman Cup. Something. That's something, yeah. Hey? That surprises me. That's um, yeah. That's a reason. I might actually. Is that a tab meeting? Must Who, be for forty k. That's good. Good coin. Yeah. Good coin. Who's going around? Have you got it up there? Any, uh, who, what are we? What are we talking? I did. It is. Yeah. It is a. It looks like it is going to be a tab meeting uh, for Newman. So I'll tell you what. What, what are we? I oh, when do we what start, does the track look like? When do we start is the Newman? Dirt? When do we start yeah. the Newman for? Huh? Well, sure. I don't know how I haven't done it already for the BHP Newman Cup. Uh, who have we got going around? Scintillating. It was a good winner at Port Hedland early in the career. Majora's Mask. Oh. Never got into the race in the uh, in the Broom Cup. Um, unbreakable for Peter Bamford. Uh, Hula Hoops. It was going to be anything for mm. Justin Warwick early career. No, there's a few bit happening there. Yeah, wow, no, scintillating. That's, uh, that's, um, we'll do the Newman podcast tomorrow. Shout out to Chris, my friend Christian Hawkins. Oh, the Hawk. Yeah, heavily involved with scintillating. Mm. Second in the Port Hedland Cup. Let's see if we can go one better in the, uh, where are we? Newman. Newman. Mount Newman Cup. All right, so that's uh, that's Saturday's racing and then Kalgoorlie, of course, on Sunday. Yeah, a couple of features at Kalgoorlie as well, actually. Mm, got very the, good. Uh, what about the Gold Rush and the Tattersalls? Yeah, only the small fields. Only the one has got the double figures, but... Um, they're probably scared off by the, uh, the potential for another El Fernie plunge. Uh, what about uh, Cal? How, how are you tracking towards the round? Are you committed? Are you in? Are you out? What's the what's the go? The faithful want to know. I'm I'm a, I'm sixty percent. Yeah, sixty percent. Okay. More likely than unlikely. All right. Yeah. Very good. So not long now. The round will come around before we know it. It certainly will. And stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, City Meets, get out stakes competition, and don't forget our new look, Champs and Big Horses edition of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. It's going to be a ripper, isn't it? Mm, the horse. Mitch McClaney versus the big horse, Josh Fuchs. Uh, how's the Betfair Edge show coming along, Terry? Yeah, good. Last week was an absolute shambles. Um, Fitzy was a late withdrawal, so uh, we had uh, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, Lukey White, who's um, a lot of people's Betfair's very yeah, own yeah. VIP Betfair manager, yeah. jumped on with me to do it, and didn't have any time to do the form, and uh, we had a laugh with it though. And had Joey has a party on, and he was great to have a uh, have a chin wag too. But uh, no, Fitzy will be will be back for the show tomorrow, and. Um, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Also, Cripper has asked to uh, uh, to make his reappearance on the podcast. He's obviously a bit flat that we haven't asked him for a while. And uh, so opening day at Ascot, Cripper is booked, booked in nice in. and early. And Pete Anthonis looks like now with the lockdown in Melbourne, he's going to be here till 2022. So we can uh, get him back whenever we want. Can't get enough. No, you can't. can't. Now he's had a, a couple of, I don't know how Fran's dealing with it. Who's who's watering Fran? That's what we need to know. Yeah. Who's looking after it? Um, so yeah, if you want to listen, if you want to get some more WA racing into you, Betfair Edge Show, Terry Layton, Miles Fitzner, get the uh, the SEN app and uh, and listen to the Guru in action. Um, also, I was going to say, I think Idyllic Prince Stakes is coming up next Saturday, mm-hmm. so we might forget one or both of the Taylors, Lockley, Lockie and Brittany. 
Yes, definitely. Right? Yep. To, uh, to preview idyllic stakes day. That, but that's next week. Let's move on to this week, Guru. All right. We straight into it? Blue Spec Stakes Day. Right. Saturday the 21st of August. Rail is at the um, three-metre position. I'm just looking outside, BJ, to see if this rain that we were told would be coming is actually coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see it at the moment. It doesn't mean it's probably not going to little come. A little bit overnight. We did have a little bit overnight, but it's quite essential that the rain coming comes because there was meant to be 10 to 20 today and then sort of 1 to 5 tomorrow and 1 to 5 Saturday. So for me that says... Today we get the track wet to soft six, soft seven territory, yep. and then um, the next two days sort of just retain that with a little plodding away. So I allowed for a soft six. Um, what did you? I thought it might be a bit better than that, actually. A five. Yeah, because it depends the, what comes. Yeah, the, the rain coming might just that might just mean that they just ease off the irrigation sort of thing. So yep. balances out. So I was thinking maybe a five. It's four. affected though. It's That's affecting. We're yeah. late season, so soft five, soft six. Um, it is quite essential for one or two of the ones I do like as we progress. So um, yeah, it might be a wait and see on the morning job to pull the trigger on a couple uh, or at, uh, or betfair late. Betfair late, one hundred percent. We uh, three meters through last week. It played rail was very good last week. We saw horses like. Mass Effect Proxy, um, Scorpion Storms, Multiverse, horses that went around at triple figures or close to it all ran bottlers on yeah, the fence just it. to show how nice it was. And then we saw wins from Sam's Dad and Brave Dream in the last couple, which as the day moves on, you see you can make ground down the middle, but you need to be a good horse, mm. not just a big horse, but mm. a good horse to do so. And, um, yeah, I probably went a little bit of a big call when I texted you and said that uh, – Brave Dream might be this year's truly great in regards to the sort of going from a battler to um, to putting in that because that that was something of a win. Mm. Like I think it's gone a uh, – I haven't got the numbers in front of me. A second and a half quicker than Mr. Delegator final six. Yeah. Something like that. And you've got to look at the race. The fact Dorado's ran the second quickest last two, that shows you that – was a thin little race there, but um, it, it takes a very good horse to win that. And I just wish that I um, I heard Bob Peters pre-race and not post-race that um, there was a booking stuff up. Pikey was meant to be on Brave Dream. So that would have uh, increased my confidence exponentially with that. Who, 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 do, who do we blame? Who can we blame? Mm, Bob. 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 <laughs> Let's blame Bob. Yeah, if we have to, we have to blame someone. Do you think, we, do you think we'll ever get Bob on the show? Oh, I think that well, should be that should, run, that should be our one. between episode one hundred and one and two hundred. We should aim to yep. get him on there okay. at some stage. Yeah, yeah, that might be challenging. That <laughs> uh, would get him on for a full preview. Well, Adam, Adam, Adam Durant crowd. said that he's a little bit misunderstood. Uh, Bob, he might. Yeah, he might enjoy it. A, if Bob's, if, if if he's told, perhaps I think. Um, I think when he's interviewed for the radio a bit, and this is just a, a thought process, he's probably – people are trying to get information yeah. out of him about his runners, about how to have a punt. If if we get him on in the in the pretense, we just want to know about his life and his mm. history because it would be fascinating. Like, well, I joke about it a little bit, but he, he would be no, a fascinating awesome. guest. He would be a great guest. Uh, yeah, he might open up and be willing to – Allow us to pick his brain. Yeah, yeah. To, to play a couple over the infield. But, um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, race number one, 11.52 a.m. Snap, crackle and punt. Uh, only the six to go round. Uh, good what, race. What's the race? 
Good race. Free entry to Belmont Park. They're not charging still. Quite we, amazing. We man. love it. We Quite love amazing it. that it's still free. Uh, this is a good little race. Um, Tricks of the Trade has just gone bang, 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 bang at all trials and races. Winning like Winks. You get a form line through Wuhan Warrior as well and mm-hmm. beat Wuhan Warrior pretty comfortably. Good win. Sat outside it, beat it. Yeah, and I, I didn't, as I was saying to you before, I didn't quite realise how good the prior win was over Viamonte when not only did Troy turn and not pull the stick, but um, he probably could have gone harder hands and heels as well. So very, very soft win for Tricks of the Trade. The front bar aesthetically as pleasing a win as you're going to see over the, th- uh, the thousand. Very, um, I'm going to call it a really good ride from Pikey to, to realise he's going to get stuck three deep or be in a, a wild speed battle out in front. The only thing I'll say about the front bar's victory is that when two horses go toe-to-toe like that in front from the 600, they're just going to be sitting ducks late. Yeah. Let's have a look how we're recording this before My Fury runs. Via Monte finished the race, not as well as the front bar, obviously, but they, there was a lot of horses that got home really nicely because those two chopped each other and they were just out on their legs, final 100. So that's a, an interesting aspect of that one. And then he's a sizzler um, who we just spoke to Dan Morton about. Um, first up was probably a better run than the front bar and gets – was it three and a half kilos, yeah, BJ? Yeah. So yeah. There's, a, there's a big weight swing there. And, um, yeah, I think the other three are all fighting for fourth. State power, probably the standout, but uh, state off power. But he's a sizzler for me, BJ, and it's um, amazingly in a small field. It's it's sort of barrier-related as well. I think the front bar either goes forward and tries to find the breeze, maybe just goes back to last. Um, but he's a sizzler, just gets that soft run in behind him. Three and a half kilos on the front bar. I think that's the run. I'm willing to forgive the run over 1,400. They went 10 lengths below benchmark to the turn, had the 60 kilos with 1,000 to 1,400 and tried to sprint on a cutaway. I think Goldfrapp might be a pretty might good one okay, going yeah. forward too. Yeah. So, look, he's a sizzler. probably going to go around the longest of those three, and I've marked he's a sizzler. I've got him 260 wow. somehow. Um, so he's a sizzler for me. Not going to go too hard, but I'm happy to have a bet. Front bar for me, uh, I'm sort of – I think we've got our markets similar, but – in a different order. So front bar for me, I was 240 and uh, Mark Tricks of the Trade and he's a sizzler equal second picks at around the $3.80 mark. Mm-hmm. So uh, front bar, he I just like the fact that when he won two back, he led and won over yep. a thousand and that was a good win. You know, he got, he copped some pressure up that front and, good, um, yeah. and, but the, the sort of the shine was taken off that win by the performance of he's a sizzler. So, um, and then, uh, so the front bar then went uh, to that thousand meter race, and instead of going forward, Pike went back, showed some versatility, some real closing speed, and a bit of, and some determination as well. So, oh, hang on, Adam's Adam might have a have a very very smart horse on his hands here. So, I think front bar ridden with some cover can be close enough in this small field. Just, just snag. I think so. I, th- I actually thought they will be positive on simple logic. CV Parnham, I think it'll breeze outside of state of power. That's that. And so everything will be able to fall back and maybe get some cover behind uh, simple logic. There's a few different permutations mm. to this map, isn't there? It's not impossible at the 1200 that Miller might say, well, state of power has finished races strongly. Let's just sit. Yeah. Uh, Gypsy G, I reckon they yep. wouldn't be afraid to lead on if they can jump from the inside gate. I did think with simple logic they'd be aggressive from from six, but um, I think that's wanting the trade, to be aggressive. I think tricks of the trade and, trade and actually will just roll forward and yep. see where they land. Yeah. Um, Seems pretty bomb proof. Tricks of the trade just going to jump, land, settle. Yep. And be really it's hard a, to beat. It's yeah. funny for a six-horse field. It's a very questionable speed map. The only horse you sort of know is he's a sizzler, should land just in behind him and, and yep. get the, the quiet one. So, yeah. look, that's the way I'm going to go. Um, but it's currently near four bucks, which will we'll, we'll do, mate. I think he's a sizzler will start favourite.
Okay, well, there's been money in the other agencies for the top weight tricks of the trade. Uh, yes. As we, as <laughs> when we've I been, said, I think he's this market could do anything. I know. Like, Siri, since we've um, since we've been recording uh, tricks of the trades, um, gone into two fifty, two sixty, and uh, front bar is um, two ninety, two eighty. So that's sort of done a bit of a switcheroo since the early Brad Bet market sort of came out. But uh, for me, front bar on top. Yeah, he's a sizzler. And it's no knock on tricks of the no. trade. For me, it comes down to the fact that I just this deep into a prep, I have more faith in Pike and Durant and Mark Morton and Parnham than I do in Turner and Webster. And that's 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 how I punt. So okay. um but yeah, tricks of the trade was well supported to beat Wuhan Warrior too yeah. after an eight length win. That tells no, you a story. That, I think they so, knew. Yeah. yeah, they they certainly did. What did Richie Bell say in the run? He's the better of the horses. He's the better horse. I think he might have been on. You can tell when Richie Bell has a bet. Anyway, race number two, over the 1,000 metres, a tab touch, West Speed. Uh, we just had Danny Morton on and we discussed that race. I don't really need to go too deep here. Will Chino ran the quickest last 200 of the race despite sitting in the breeze and putting it to express time on the turn. I don't think the weight will stop her here. That was a really good win, I thought. Time was there. It was, it was huge win, yeah. It was really sharp. It was a huge yeah. win. There's obviously nothing behind her. It was City yeah. Circle running second. That tells a story. But, look, there's nothing behind her here. When I think the biggest and only danger is uh, Bedouin Bell. Dearie, dearie me. Um, she traded a dollar oh three live. Better, Bedouin Bell. Bedouin Bell last week. Bedouin Bell gave, gave some heart palpitations to the – Strathmore Rose supporters. Certainly did. So should land 1-1 and uh, look, if there's a chink in Will Chano's armour, it it could be better than Bell. But uh, Will Chano for me, I'm going to wait for Betfair again and and hope. $2.25. Is that what you want? That'll be my bit price. Yeah, I'll need $2.25. Don't get it, I'll stay out. It's okay. Will you? Will yeah, you yeah, I will definitely. Yeah, will you yeah. Okay. I'm I'm really happy with the way I'm punting at the moment in regards to shorties. I didn't have, like, I and I've I've been thinking. You're sort of always analysing and sort of moving as you go. Like the late later season track, probably less so for horses on speed, but horses slightly off speed. You don't want to be taking to like a dollar nineties and dollar ninety fives because it's it's a funny surface yeah. at the moment, you know. Yeah. Um, but I do trust Will Chino and think she wins. Yeah, I agree. Even money will do me, Will Chino, if possible. Yep. Uh, Terry, Terry's. Yeah, if Will Chino doesn't turn up for any for any reason, I think uh, exit. I think exit on top of the ground at Belmont. I thought his heavy track run behind all day session wasn't that bad. Then I went to Cal on a drier track, hit the line hard. Um, exit can get a smother and launch late. Yeah, that That's was that was my that was my sort of thinking. If Will Chino puts in a dodgy one for whatever reason, exit could be the horse that takes advantage. Mm-hmm. Not a bad combination to follow an each way price. Mm. Uh, race number three uh, over the fourteen hundred meters, the Crown Perth handicap. Uh, look, you could make a case for um, for all nine of these just to be at uh, BJ, but uh, you're going with um, another one of Danny Morton's runners, I believe, in Temptation. Oh, look, I found this this race a real challenge, tricky, la- real challenge last night. Uh, so. It was really, it just very simply came down up to the what what are, what are my expectations of temptation? A first up, sixty one point five kgs coming off a Oaks Derby preparation. Um, however, the fourteen hundred meters is sort of got it was a thing. If it was twelve hundred, I'd, I'd probably let her slide. But fourteen hundred meters has got me sort of quite keen. Um, just think this is a really class. I was so impressed with the way that she elevated last campaign. A couple of those wins, I know they were over um, longer, but they just were the wins of a really, really 
quality filly and then she followed their midweek wins up with Oaks and Derby placing. So Temptation has two trials leading into this. Last trial was behind Tell Him We're Coming, Tell Him We're Coming, then came out and ran second in the new market last Saturday? Uh, second or third. Second yeah. or third, yeah. And so from a class point of view, I think Temptation has panels on these. And I think that's she- a good that- – just that trial on its own, a horse called True Moon that's going around as a maiden but went to the line with Temptation there. I just think they went so slowly um, in that trial. Yeah, so, well, like, yeah. Tell them we're coming like was just cantering. Yeah, so. yeah. When it when it leads under a hard hold like yeah. that, you know, they're um, yeah, they've gone pretty slowly. But uh, good trainer, uh, Brad Willer on board. I think if Temptations, even if she's 85 percent, she still still could uh, win this. And I think you're probably going to get what price is she at the moment? Yeah, I mean. Could make a case, as Teresa could make a case for some of those other battlers, but I prefer to stick with the class temptation on top. Yep. Uh, look, I, I've marked this race. I've marked Irritable Rodney, a slight favourite. I'm um, willing to forgive some of those runs on the, on the heavy tens. I think Irritable Rodney has just been forced to do a lot of bullocking work when might be a better horse just um, just able to park second, third type thing and yep. and wander on a slowish speed. Um, was Nobel Lawrence last week? We saw Nobel Lawrence last week in a race where Next Stop the Moon came out and instantly I was like, no, not not interested. That was my best bet. Yeah. And instantly Next Stop the Moon comes out. Because you know there's not going to be any pace in the race, you know. She still ran the quickest last two. She still ran a really nice race. But look, I just worry. I just I've got Temptation five sixty, devoted star five dollars, irritable rodney four sixty. But if Next Stop the Moon gets to the top, and just plods them along. There isn't a huge amount mm. of other speed there. So I think Irritable Rodney parks on him, gets a head start. Bit of forgiveness, but, I mean, in, in saying that, if, if I've got Irritable Rodney 460, Temptation 5, what did I say? 560, they're currently 550 and 650. So they're, they're both slight bets, but barely there. So have a look at the first couple. But um, I mean, do you really want to be on, like, Speedy Miss or – Plenty of horses de- I want to take devoted on. Devoted Star. Do you really want to be on – Devoted Star can win. Speedy. It jumped first. Last start. Pike yeah, restrained could, him. I, thought, win, I think Pikey got that a bit wrong. Uh, I My gut tells me this is the race devoted star wins. From mm. Barrier 1, he never leaves the fence. Next stop, the moon lays off so a little bit. Through, yeah. that's, that's what my gut tells me. Um, but it uh, wouldn't surprise me to see Temptation carry the way. wouldn't surprise me to see Irritable Rodney for a stable who doesn't keep him going if he doesn't think they're right. It uh, wouldn't surprise me to see him park just on them. Um, but all I know is you're getting you're getting a bit of value because I'm pretty at 420, a real William Pike horse. I think mm. it's six from 12 with Pike, one from 12 without, and that was a York maiden, BJ. Um, yeah, I think you're getting some value there. Um, Glamour Packs is going huge, but from the gate I can't have it. And yeah. uh, Marley's, watch Betfair. If if the unfashionable runner like Marley's gets out to $14, $16, $18 each way, that becomes me bet. Mm. So Betfair can tell me what I'm backing here. I'm backing a drifter. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm, – I don't think I'll be playing in this race, but uh, in a leg up, temptation, class, on top. All right. Irritable Rodney for a tip right now. Radio race number four, hurtling through these, Guru. The Glenroy, hang on, this is you, isn't it? The Glenroy Shaft. Handicap. Uh, 2,200 metres. It was uh, advertised as a rating 66 mm, plus handicap. 61. But they couldn't get a top weight, so the race had to be uh, scaled up. And now we have base. It's basically a sixty-one plus. So, Pikey laughing. Yeah. So, which is why you see horses like when you look at, hey, hang on, why has Alea Lay got sixty kilos in a Saturday race? It's because he was the highest-rated horse in the race, and unfortunately, he's uh, he's the one that's going to have to carry the, uh, the full sixty. They did raise the minimum. 
a kilo to 55 to try, try to um, take the edge off those top weights. But still, they've got to, they've got to carry weight. LALA, 60 kilos. Sluice Box, 59.5. Sirwar, 59.5. Um, none of them claiming either. So it's an uh, interesting- Apprentice in- free race. Interesting. Say that often, do we? Yeah, interesting sort of uh, race to assess if you're mm. taking, taking weight into a consideration over the 2200 meters. Yep. Uh, market nearly mirrors mine, so it's very hard to, to push anything with a real uh, a real go. But um, I, I do like um, I do like Aragain as a horse on speed. Again, we just spoke to Danny Morton, so I think Aragain will roll forward, need a lead or land on the outside of um, of Darcel. I really liked what I heard. I actually asked that question um, to Danny earlier because I did want to to know or get the feel. And he said, uh, "What do you say? She's a better mare rolling him along mm. and putting a bit of pressure into it." Yeah. So that's exactly what I wanted to hear. So look for Chrissy Parnham to, to come out, put a bit of pressure on them. Look, it's, it's hard to tip against Loose Box, and the, the three bucks or so will probably be enough for people to get involved. To be honest with you. Um, is that price still there, BJ? Or am I quoting yeah, three false? Bucks, yeah. is it, am I getting false info? No, I'm not. That, that's three probably ten. that's probably going to be enough. I'm about that price myself. But um, look, Sluice Box, as impressive as the win was, it was a bit of a gift. It got the right back. Uh, it got rolling while Sugarcane got stopped in its tracks. Aragain got stopped in its tracks. Um, Sowall had its back, and I think Sowall is going pretty well. So that's uh, that's an indication that it was a very good win. It was flattering. You got to do flattering, it. It, it was flattering. You yeah. got to do it again. Um, but again, I I was sort of hoping Sluicebox went up two twenty. You know, and, and it made took the decision out of my hands and everything else was inflated, but yeah. that's not occurring. But, yeah, Aragain for me, up to the 2200 especially, this will be a true staying test. They went pretty slowly. They went 10, 10 or 11 lengths slower than benchmark despite Able Dane leading him, which didn't really play into Able Dane's strengths yeah. either. So um, look, Aragain goes forward, leads him up. A big weight swing for Sugarcane. I think from barrier nine, Pikey will stalk Sluice Box everywhere. Gets four kilos and actually beat um, Sluice Box home to start yeah. ago, despite the fact Sluice Box was probably a slightly better run but not necessarily a four kilo better run so um yeah looking for a bit of value here i'm 650 sugarcane so you can back sugarcane each weight 850 but i'm 440 arrogant and, and that's the horse i that's the horse i'd want to be on I, i'd love to see some six 650 to feel comfortable 550 is probably enough but um yeah arrogant for me bj yeah i was actually quite i thought this I thought this race was a bit more open than Sluice Box being a three dollar pop. I had mm. I was basically four eighty the field. Okay. Um, Sluice Box and Aragain, the uh, the two sharing favoritism for me. Um, had Alay Alay pretty close alongside them as well, who I thought was quite strong defeating Gonna Go the other day after a bit of a muddlingly run race. But um, I've tipped Sluice Box in the leg up, uh, just mainly. In money mainly stable in form uh but has that horse ever really done anything like that before like it was it's been, it was, it's been in very good form yeah that it's wasn't. been good form but it's uh that was so i've just got a little bit of a query on the strength on the maybe the margin more so than anything yeah. but mm. but in saying that like all it can do is win it's always i remember you were sort of plotting sluice box path in Geraldton when it was uh just sort of oh, coming, it's always coming been along. Nice you know? horse, yeah. It's always been a very nice So horse. maybe maybe the penny's sort of just starting to yep. drop and also this the stable's back in back in hot form. So you have to have sluice box uh 
you know, highly rated. For me, from a price point of view, I'm a bit like Terry. I think Barragain's probably the one from a uh, from a price point of view that tickles my fancy mm-hmm. more so than Sluicebox. I thought they were probably should be more closer together. I like Chris Parnham going back on Aragain as well, and um, I think this is a better setup than I was quite keen on Aragain last time. I think this is even, an even better setup where it can be ridden to its strengths. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one batter. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, another one of those staying races where they sort of take their turns. But um, I do have Sluicebox, just recapping Sluicebox on top in the leg up. But as the market sits at the moment, Aragain would be the horse I'm leaning towards. Aragain for me. Terry, we'll take a break and we'll come back with Mitch McClenny versus the big horse Josh Fuchs in episode 90 of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Shush. It is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition, BJ. And I'm um, a little bit more excited than usual about this week's challenger. I'd be very surprised if he gets one right. I reckon we could ask dirty questions and he wouldn't get one. But I'm excited about his presence here nonetheless. Outstanding. Well, first of all, that is correct, Terry. The Mundaring Hotel has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, if you're in the neighbourhood, drop in, see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day, let him know that you listen to the 1-1 and uh, he'll take very, very good care of you. That is for sure. Uh, he's been with us since day one, has Ian and the team up at the Mundaring Hotel. Last week, Guru, Mitch McClenny knocked off the carryover champ, Tom Wolf, in a bit of a, it was a stride for stride, neck and neck tussle. Yeah, and uh, so Mitch, he became our new WA Racing Mastermind. This week, however, we've scoured the country near and far to find a worthy challenger and we've locked in the big horse, Josh Fuchs, all the way from Kalgoorlie. Josh, thanks for jumping on the 1-1, mate. Welcome. Hey, boys. How are we? Good to be on. It's uh, it's good to have you here, big horse. Uh, we're just talking uh, just off air before. You, you're pretty excited about the upcoming round. It's sort of It's sort of your grand final that time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, I, I get uh, get up for the occasion, have me a few uh, beers, have a few colleagues here and there, but should be good this year, and uh, everyone's excited up in Cal, so look say, forward to it. Last couple of uh, rounds I've been there for, I reckon I've been there for five days, which is, uh, what does that equate to? About 120 hours. I reckon out of those 120 hours, you've had a beer out of your hand for about three of them, <laughs> I reckon, and that's, uh, that's, that's probably overs as well, so... Uh, it's a rarity you're not best on, but I'll tell you what, you're going to want to be close to best on here to uh, have a chance to knock off the champion, BJ. That's right. As well. Hey, Josh, did, uh, as Terry mentioned, that uh, the champ, Dig Deep, is heading to Kalgoorlie. First up, Hannon's Handicap Day. That's going to be something else, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be out as well. If uh, Dig Deep gets up, Terry might not be seen for uh 48 to 72 hours, I think. Podcast might be cancelled for a couple of weeks. (laughs) A couple of months, I'd suggest. Yeah, we'll be back in 2027, I think. Good stuff, Joshy. Thanks again for uh, stepping up to be the challenger on this week's Mastermind. But back to defend his Mastermind crown, welcoming back Mitch McClenny. Mitch, thanks for coming on, mate. G'day, boys. How are we? Good, mates. Uh, it's good to have you back on the show. Um, win number two coming up, I would suggest. We've uh, we've dished up a little bit of a half volley on a first day pitch. Uh, this one should be going straight through cover, mate. 
Jeez, a bit of, putting a bit of pressure on me here. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I love the weight of expectation because I love to see people crumble under it on the mastermind. Oh, I, can, and, uh, I can feel it. Yeah, let's let's see what the big horse has got in store for you. Mitch, have the uh, shoulders been back and the chest been out since you uh, became the WA Racing Mastermind last week? Uh, no, I've, I've been going okay. I was doing a little bit of research last night. I'm actually at work today. I'm actually at the track, so. Oh, which, where are you at, Belmont or Ascot? We got a hotline. Yeah, Belmont. Belmont today. Where, nah, where, no hotline. Where Where do we uh, Where do we want to be? Hard on the fans, four off. It's been like last week. I thought it was pretty fair. You could just about win from anywhere if you were good enough. You could, yeah. Some yeah, it took some pretty good horses to come down the centre. I think I think the rail was was the spot to be last week. But uh, is Chrissy Nation yeah. still there? Uh, no, Chris West had his last day last Friday. Last Friday, okay. Oh, that's so he's a, gone, yep. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. It's good inside information, which was absolutely bugger all information, but look, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, have, to, we'll have to touch base with Chris anyway. We send will. him our, uh, our best our for uh, his future endeavours. So we have Josh Fuchs and Mitch McClenny ready to go. So, Fellas, I'm sure you're aware of how this competition works. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. All right, challenger, are you ready? Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> the big horse. Uh, mastermind, are you ready? Ready to go. Three, two, one. Question one. Red Publisher will have start number 116 on Saturday. What year did he contest the Karakata Plate? Mitch. 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 Three. 2015. Oh. No, wrong. Big horse, you got a free crack. It's not 2015. Free crack. Start 100, you reckon? 106, start uh, 116. Oh. Ah, we didn't say oh, yeah, that. 2013. Oh, oh, big horse. <laughs> 2014 was the answer. Lisa Staples wrote it. It was my first ever futures bet. Uh, it took about 400 to one and uh, loomed. loomed on the turn. Ran beaten a long way, but, uh, geez, it was exciting. Anyway. Well, the boys were all around it too. Yeah. Good guessing. Um, okay. Question two. Name the only TAB Country Cup. Peter Hall said he hadn't won on last week's podcast. Josh. Big horse. I'm going to go with Kalgoorlie. No, no, he's won the Kalgoorlie Cup. Mitch for the Mitch. steal. Clearly got a couple, go. of, a couple of avid listeners here. I'll go pick down. <laughs> oh, come on. You blokes. Grow up. Dead Dead grow up. You're both on negative two. <laughs> Uh, Hawley's in, in, in our interview with uh, in our fantastic interview with Peter Hall last week. Port Headland Cup was the only TAB Country Cup in West Australia. The great man had not won. Question three: Name the Dan Morton trained horse that won the Lestia Classic and Bunbury Breeders Classic last season. Mitch Mitchell. Uh, kiss on all four cheeks. Very good. We're away. There We're we away. A little bit of a half volley from BJ to get it uh, up and about. All right, big horse. This is this is your this is your realm, mate. Question yeah, question four. Question four. At what track was a plunge pulled off with icy red? Icy red on debut. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Who you reckon got there, Mitch? I don't know. I missed it. 
Exactly. He's always by the legs of the yeah, fucking straight. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? I was still Good talking. Up too, I was still no, talking. It was, it was Mitch. It was Mitch. Uh, Mitchell. Uh, that track would have been at Kagali. Oh, it would have been. It would have been. Well done, Mitchell. All right. 2 0. Come on, horse. Come on, the yeah, horse. I'm on all right. I'm on the hard riding. We'll, we'll, go to the, we'll go to the multiple choice one, eh? All right. Okay. Sure. William Pike has written, I'm pretty in six of her seven victories. The other win was a York maiden. Who was on board that day? Was it? Mitch. Oh, Mitch. Oh, no, it's multi choice. It's multi choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a go, Mitch. Oh, no. Um, Three. Two. I'll go Clint Johnson Porter. <laughs> no, it wasn't CJP. So, big horse, you can get the options. You've got a one in three chance. This is his moment, the horse, isn't it? There we go. Come on. Yeah. All right. A, on. a, Jessica Gray. B, Ben Patterson. C, Brody Kirby. Uh, C, Brody Kirby. Hey! The big horse. The big horse. Uh, oh, I'm really excited about that. So, it's 2-1. Yeah, lovely. All right. <laughs> now... Name the horse that upset pure devotion and temptation to win the 2021 WA Oaks. Oh. Uh, um, oh, no. Um. Three. Three. Two. two, two one. I got the oh. Lunar Impact, 100 to 1. Yeah, yeah I backed it for the place <laughs> at, at, at 40 Yeah, back. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And I backed the second horse, uh, Pure Devotion, at about six, seven bucks the whole way down. It started $1.90 or something. Oh, very good. Yeah. Mitch, two. Big horse, one. Good punning there. Okay. Name the pair of runners in Saturday's Amelia Park Blue Specs Stakes who won last year's Boulder and Kalgoorlie Cups. We need both runners. Oh, uh, hold on. Um, Three. Josh. Josh. Oh, Josh. I'm going to go with Firefox. Yep. And. Three. Two. Missile launch. Oh, yours. Oh, dear, 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 who won yep. last year's WA leading Metro Apprentice title? Mitchell. Wait, as in the season just gone or the Se year before? Season just gone. Season just gone. Uh, Lactar Ramoli. Yeah. yeah. He's done it. He's done it. Lucky Lactar. Lucky Lactar. Lucky Mitchell. It was it was a gallant big horse. Though, wasn't yeah, it wasn't he good? Yeah, he was gone. He was gone at the 12 hundred. Yeah. The stick was out. Oh, I, didn't, and I, I put the stick away with 200 to go. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't think the big horse was going to finish the race. And, um, I was going to say, the longer trip doesn't suit me. I've never been in a jury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he clearly had Danny Miller on board because you came again. So, uh, no, great effort, uh, great effort, big horse. And, um yeah, looking forward to uh, catching up over the round for a, a quite one or four. But, uh, yeah, Mitch McClanny, that's two on the trot. You are still 
the WA Racing Mastermind. Congratulations, mate. Uh, it was a, you, you won a little bit ugly this week, but uh, we'll roll on to next Thursday. Will you be available okay. to... Thanks, boys. Will you be available yeah, for I'll the three, Pete? I'll be there. Sure. Good man, Mitch. And Joshy Fuchs, the big horse. One of the uh, one of the characters of the goldfields, isn't he? Hey, what a do legend! Doing one of the good things, big horse as well. Are you still there, big horse? I'm still here. Mate, boys, one I'm one still of the here. positives to come from come from this is you get the bit of inside information, win, lose, or draw. You you'd already made the uh, the twenty two for the uh, the end of season Guru Christmas party. So congratulations, oh boy. congratulations, I'm big horse. Yeah, you I'm and you, you and El Fernie. That's my my quota of cowgirl uh, <laughs> born and bred. So we can't have any more, otherwise I won't have any money left. So. But yeah, well, well done, oh Josh. Boy. Thanks for uh, thanks for stepping up and having a crack at the mastermind. And uh, Mitch, we'll talk to you next week. Joshy, we'll see you in the goldfields. Beautiful, thanks, boys. Thanks, lads. Sweet, thanks for having me, boys. Mitch McClenny had a spring in his step. Terry he was pretty mm. confident, and uh, that's two straight for Mitch. Yeah, it was. Uh, I haven't got too many of my predictions right with the other uh, mastermind, but um, look, the horse got two. The horse, sorry, there's no H in horse, and um, but no, Mitch too strong in the line. It's one of those victories, only one by a head. But I think if he wanted to, he could have extended a one by a little bit further. Mm, but yeah, he was he was definitely gallant, Joshy Fuchs, yeah, he and it was uh, it was, uh, was great to have him on board, and uh, no doubt. Uh, Everyone will be pretty keen to get up to Joshy's hometown in Kalgoorlie very soon for the Kalgoorlie round. Look out. It's all happening and there's going to be a bit of dig deep flavour. Hopefully. Mm, hopefully. All going well. It's Yeah, he's, he's all on track at the moment, actually. Yes. Way, so. so Mitch McClenny, another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, Heart of the Hills, since 1899. That is in the post and uh, until next week's Mastermind. Mm-hmm. Now, Terry, we don't pump our tires up too much on this award nominated podcast <laughs> but we have been calling for the removal of maidens from sad day programs Gone. one of the things that we suggested strongly suggested was how about we take the maidens out and bring zero metro win last year races to saturday and um i don't know whether they were listening or whether Raul just happened to be on the same page however new season maidens out, guess what's in? 60 plus. Zero Metro win last year, 60 plus. Celebrate with an Iron Jack. The Iron Jack handicap. We got the first one for the new season on Saturday. And like it's got a 13 horse field and a decent handicap, 60.5 top weight, 54 minimum. Encouraging, encouraging start. Biggest field for the day. Encouraging start, put it that way. Oh, BJ Ryan led as well, basically. Well, mastermind behind they it. They must be listening, surely. You're this week's mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but I think it's I think it's good good to see that these race types are on Saturdays. And for mine, I'd like to see them worth a, a full metro state, so that if you won the if you won the race, then you'd be you'd be you'd get pushed into the ratings races for another twelve months before coming back to this race type. But at the moment, they're worth a thirty thousand. And but regardless, it's a thirteen horse field and it's a good betting race. It certainly is a good betting race. The uh, yeah, the meeting definitely heats up in the in the second half in yeah. regards to a bit of value. Um, over the sixteen hundred meters, I actually think this is a, is a thin race chances wise. Yeah, I think the market's got quite a few uh, up top, which I don't have up top. Um, the fact that uh, is it still favourite? Al Mahalo is Al Mahalo still favourite? Give, like, give it, give it, give it. What's the, uh... going on? That's wild. 
It's wild. Three dollars twenty where I'm looking. Mm. Is that right? Yep. That's not right. Three, three twenty and uh, three forty most other Mate, places. I will tell you what price I have this. Hang on. Let me have a look. We're getting there. This Patience. Will be good. This will be good. $41. And I know that's heavy. Don't get me wrong. I know that's heavy, but... $3.20. Elma, guess what my lay of the day is. Should I... Uh... Well, you'll be, you'll be, um, encouraged be encouraged to hear that Brad Bear is holding firm at four forty. dollars You're not, not going to dive into yeah. that. You're not, not diving into that $3 range just yet. So. Ah, dearie, man. Yeah, that's thin. Well, straight away, I love a race with a good false favourite. I love a false favourite, BJ. They really encourage me to, um, to have a punt elsewhere, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make this a... Uh, probably the, well, definitely the biggest outlay race of the day. Nelson's flight W Pike on. That's a big, uh, big plus. Um, the market hasn't overreacted to to Pikey on either. Mm. I'm I'm quite surprised to see eleven bucks thirteen with some agencies. Nelson's flight. I Mark Nelson's flight second. Um, was, second pick. I was nine dollars. Nelson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. What am I? Yeah. I'm seven seventy. Not yep. far off it. Uh, probably not going to get involved. That's not where I'm heading to. Um, but look, Nelson's flight should find the top. Uh, with Pikey on the stronger jockey, can give a nice kick. Just about forget it went around last start, but in saying that, still went pretty poorly. But can yeah, can it was mix, a funny, funny old race. It was a weird old race. Weird old they race. They went so too. slow. What a great opportunity to take it to the top with the apprentice on, with the yeah. weight swings on yeah. some of those horses and get head into it. So, um, yeah, definitely not having to go up Vicky Corver though, because I reckon that, that look instruction related. I think, yeah, also I think Kate Southam on Mr. Delegator and Victoria Corver yeah. on well, Nelson's fight. They sort of, they sort of, sort of outfoxed each other in, in a lot of ways and end up. Both their horses weren't ridden to maximise their strengths. We saw time. seven days later how much better Mr. Delegator goes when bowling along in mm. front and was only it took a very good one to run um, run him down. Yep. So um look, very thin race. Salondo Chevelle's going well, but is there another win with sixty and a half in it? Uh what about Moy is seven dollars? It's the improver. It was Boy. off a month. Um Moy was Boy. it was off the month before last start, but it loomed to Gunna Go after Gunna Go did all the work to get to the breeze and Gunna Go kicked. What about Moy um, was a little bit soft late, I thought. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It should be fitter because of that. That was a month between runs. Yeah, but a uh, li yeah. little bit soft for me. And Barrier 2 looks pretty. But uh, what about Moy's a horse that can do naughty things at the start and end up three or four of the fence and be in an ugly spot? Then you've got Mr. Dell's five bucks, just shy of uh, his third favourite. And, and Mr. Dell um, was given a 20 out of 10 from CJP last start. No reason that doesn't happen again, but there's plenty of reasons why it doesn't happen again because it's drawn 11 of 13. So okay. we're rolling forward. Might Mr. even Dale. end up in the breeze, yep. Mr. Dell. Yep. So gonna go is just, I know that it's, it's been a it's been a long and trying campaign for gonna go supporters and I was on last start. And This is the day. It was a difficult watch. This is the day. This is it. This is 100% the day. If, if we end up in the breeze, uh, which I don't think we will, no, I'm no. not too perturbed. If we end up 1-1, one, one, we, we, sh we should just be very close to 1-1. One, one. We should be just on the back of them. The horse is fit. The horse is flying. The just, horse carries weight. It's down to its winning rating of about 71, mm -hmm. which is where its last couple of wins have been. Um, it's drawn barrier nine or worse at six of – hang on, let me just jump it up. Uh, has drawn barrier nine or wider at six of the last seven. The other yeah. one yeah. – the other one ran second to Tin Snip. Behind it was Sluice Box True Attraction. It's a 77 down to a 70 run rate of this campaign, but it's not racing poorly. It's just it's just been stiff. Um, last start, despite doing all the work and getting outside the breeze, and this is a stat I really love, it's, it ran the second quickest last 200 behind a lay a lay. Mm. 
What about more? You had the soft run, loomed up to it, gave it a kick. Um, no, clear favourite for me. Um, gonna go. Um, yeah, it's it's just Gary ticks them all, ticks them all, ticks them. Gonna all. go ticks all the boxes. Gary, get on. There is one also we're gonna have something on though. All right. Another one. So what, what was your what was your punt price? Pete McCormick. Punt I, I'm, price I'm, for, I'm three dollars. Uh, I'm three dollars. My my market in a ninety five percent market is three dollars oh five. Oof. So I, was I, at, I took Brad's four twenty. The sum of the what well, we can get on Brad's four twenty this morning. Everyone yeah. else has gone up five bucks. It's now four sixty. So. I was three eighty going to go, but yeah, yeah, very okay. good. Um, so what's, what's the other horse? There is one horse we're going to have something on. I reckon you're not going to pick the horse that we're going to have something on. I, I actually reckon there's horse. Can just about win the race, to be okay. honest, as well. Um, minus looks. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> even you're not going uh, that. Minus looks is going far better um, than it reads on paper. Went to Gary Delane. Mate, did um, you see Gary? What Gary Delane got out his of, team got out of Mass Effect last Saturday? That was wild. What do you mean got out of? Oh, on the fence there. Yeah, it ran third. Yeah, and um, Proxy nine hundred to one. Proxy ran a, a huge race. Yeah, um, yeah. The, when the one, one thing I always say is when the Delane team starts to fight, you just got to follow <laughs> them in. But look, when it was with Stevie Wolf, um, he get peaked, on all aboard the Delane train. It peaked, at, it peaked at an eighty-two Raider. <laughs> Um, and it's now down to a 68, and there hasn't been all that many starts in between. I've only doing 10 starts in between now. Uh, early doors for for Gary didn't do much. Carried the 63, 64 kilos up in Jero, plotted away. Uh, came out one day with Andy Castle and jumped well, but was just shuffled, restrained, restrained, restrained. Ended up back, back near last. Two sharp horses were off and rolling. The way he picked up and sprinted home for the standing start yeah. was 61. was really nice. Yeah. Um, came to town a month later, snagged out the back, was beaten um, 4.6 lengths Magnaforce. That was a race with Comfort Me, Angelic Miss. Ran the fourth quickest last two um, behind, I think it was Angelic Miss, Aberdeen Queen and Skin and Tins were the three that got home better. Uh, and if you watch his work through the line as well, it was um, it was really strong stuff. Went to Carnarvon after that for the sprint. Just that I didn't even watch the record. It doesn't matter. Yeah. To me, it doesn't matter what happened there. Uh, has come out, um, tagged Red Publisher in a race that was a spruker, Kelly's Callisto. Red Publisher, picture perfect minus looks. Uh, tagged Red Publisher, ran a quicker last 200, was the second quickest last two of the race. Um, arguably, it was basically as good a run as Red Publisher, who nearly nicked the feature last week. Uh, was a length behind Picture Perfect, who ran second last week. Um, yeah, the form all adds up, I thought. I just think he's... I just think he's going to be forgotten about considering how long it's been since this minus looks has been a horse. But these are his conditions. He's drawn well. This is weak. Like, when was the last time he saw a 60 plus? Okay, I've got an answer for you, BJ. Never. Never well, been to a 60 plus. Minus looks was going to be a proper, proper horse. I think he's won four sad days, minus looks. Yeah. Um, and what's, uh, his, what's his track? Belmont. Belmont. Uh, but he was just plagued by. Um, leg issues over the, over the journey. And Steve, Steve Wolf um, did, a, did a job patching him up over the journey. But I'm, I'm, I must admit, I am surprised that Minus has been able to race on into his eight-year-old season. And mm-hmm. I know Gary Delane does have um, – is noted for his ability to be able to patch up and um, work with these older horses that have a few chinks in their armour physically. So, um, yeah, like if – yeah, you, I think you, we've seen enough at three at two of its three of its last four starts. Forgetting the Carnarvon run, we have seen enough that this horse is is happy. It's not necessarily at his best, but Alma Halo's favourite. Yeah, I'm I'm minus looks shorter in the market than Alma Halo. Look, we're currently forty to one. 
Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't dive in now. I reckon we're seeing 80s on Betfair. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This won't be a very popular selection, and I'm going to be loading going to go as my main play of the day. Um, but yeah, minus looks is definitely worth a ticket late on Betfair. We'll, we'll like see. It. We'll see something up with oh, the 60 I, bucks. I reckon you blew my mind initially. Then listening to the guru break it down. Alma Halo's favourite. Just remember down, that. And he he he's good. The guru, the way that he just lays just remember it out that. and sells it. We might have to. It would be silly not to have uh, uh, something small on uh, I, I the Betfair Exchange. I genuinely looks- believe it can win the race. I genuinely believe it can win this horse race. So I'm $3.05 going to go. I'm $13 minus looks. Um, yeah, going to go. We'll win the race, but minus looks will give him an almighty scare. Woo. Wow. Going to go for me, one of the better bets of the day. All right, it's time for the feature of the day, the Amelia Park Blue Spec Stakes, race six over the 1,600 metres. It's a, uh, what they call them, quality handicaps with the 62 maximum top weight, but um, quite even, even, like the fancies are quite evenly matched, aren't they? Like you've got Montalina, True Attraction, Kelly's Callisto, Lonsdale Lady, probably or uh, lots of people will be making a case for each of those. Mm. Uh, market will be all important as always. I've, I've really struggled with this with this race last night. Um, well, I had to sort of get up and walk away and come back and go again. There was just a, there was just a lot of there was just a lot there was too much going on here for me. Mm. Um, but uh, I just got to ask you: Do you know what happened to Lonsdale Lady last Saturday? What was the story? Uh, there? Dislodged Sean O'Donnell in the preliminary and went for a bit of a jog. Okay, she and just was, wanted to do her own thing for a okay. bit. Oh. Very out of uh, character, according to Kieran. So wouldn't be um, too perturbed about that. She's but she, when she was scratched, she was three dollar ten. She was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was bull. Yeah, so we'd all back Kelly's Callisto, and Lonsdale Lady wasn't catching her from last. That yeah. was twenty five cents. We lost out of the dollar. Outrageous! It was outrageous. I, yeah, I don't know what happened that race. I don't understand how the money came that hard for Lonsdale. I, I don't, I don't understand how she's favourite here. Well, that's what I, I what I was. Going to say she was three or ten favourite in the race last week. Didn't start, and she's already she's, thirty-five days between runs. Yeah, she's forty odd, isn't she? Yeah. I, I, I just this market. It's a bit, it's a bit confusing just looking at it on the surface. To be honest, and um, initially, my first view was oh, Montalina just wins, right? I had Montalina two A. I, yeah. I wobbled it out to three ten, and then I sort of grade myself up with the fifty-nine and a half, just going back and looking yeah. through what sort of weight and she'd carried and all flat that spot and all that sort of stuff. And I was just like. I flip flopped, and at the end of the day, I came back to Montalino. I'm just going to follow my first thought on the race. Mm-hmm. Just third up at the mile, two from two at the Belmont Mile. Chris Pan and back on from gate one. Surely, stable back in form. Stable back in form. Yes, it's definitely not the one thing. As I said, I'm worried about the, her flat spot. Um, like she's a for me, she's an unconfident three ten. Yeah, uh, not yeah. a market I'm set in stone with. I'm thirteen dollars Lonsdale Lady, so Lonsdale Lady's going to have to win this race from last. Like that's that's pretty hard to do. So I was focused on the map um, as a good base to have a hit at this race, and you got Living the Dream will roll and, and might appreciate the fifty four allowed to keep going. But again, Living the Dream ten dollars. It's been it's been battling, you know. So for it to be ten dollars in a feature probably tells you a bit of a story. Kelly's Callisto to be $4.50 in a feature when it's going to have to be in the breeze. Um, Vicky Corver wrote a treat. You obviously don't get that claim here. So it's a harder race to win from the breeze. So the horse that's going to park on them and and um, 
was was uh, well nearly chased down. That's funny as last week it was Red, Red Publisher. Publisher. So for me, Red Publisher is just an absolute moral. To, he can either take leaders back or one one. Brad, he can have his choice because there's no other horses underneath that have any gate speed that I can see. But Red Publisher can get out okay. Yep. So he wanders across, grabs whichever back he wants, and um, Montalina doesn't really go that quick early. True Attraction doesn't go that quick early. Lonsdale Lady misses the kick, so just jags from eight. Friar um, Fox has missed it. Has not wanted to be there. It's last two and missile okay. launch is a big 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 bloke who takes a few strides to to get into it so um yeah montalina i, I worry that they might have to hunt montalina up to get the back of the leader and it, it might not have a back might be sort of chasing underneath runners i don't i don't know it's a funny old race in that sense but red publisher gets first crack at them um and i've got to have something on at that price i'm mm. I'm, I'm 495 red publisher and 310 montalina uh montalina's last 200 was hard to miss stable back in form chris part and mile etc etc um yeah, that, that's the way I'm going. I'm, I'm happy to take on True Attraction this deep into a prep. I think it's more suited at the mile now, but whether he's had enough. I thought Montalina was a very simple. It was a better run. Yeah, but so let's just... What's the go the with True price. Attraction? Why why is it like uh, losing its spot and it's just not keeping in touch with the field? Even when it beat Fuhrer that day, it was a mile off him. Yeah, I think they... Um, well, it's never been the most tractable horse yeah, in that sense, horse. but yeah. I think they're they're definitely setting um, setting it a bit of a uh, a task with the twenty one hundred to fourteen hundred. This is more suitable back to the mile now, mm. um, and it, it's more than capable of winning the race. But yeah, just 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 a bit of a, a lack of confidence in in what the campaign's just done to it. There, they they probably had a something more fluent they could have gone with. Um, putting it up against the two good ones over the journey on a heavy 10 might have cooked its campaign just about, you know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've got I've got Montalino as a better run than two attraction last start. It, it's the stables coming on. It's coming on. It's the one that should be more peaking into its campaign. And for once, Montalino isn't under the odds. Yeah. Um, we get yeah. to have a bet on Montalino. So, um, yeah, look, at those prices, $4.80 Montalino and 8 bucks Red Publisher, uh, I can back Montalino and save Red Publisher. And I'm I'm really happy with that. I'm getting the two horses stalking the speed, and the speed's good, mm. but the speed's not Strong. clear. Off we go. You yeah, know? I um yeah, I was four twenty Montalina, seven fifty Red Publisher. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I, was, I thought this is Montalina's race. But listening to you, I can yeah, I'm I'm actually warming to Red Publisher more than the other horses. I thought were the biggest dangers. Like it's yeah, one thing with Red Publisher, um, fourteen hundred's best mile yeah. is a push. That's the, that was the major thing for me. So late over the mile, I expect if Montalina's close enough and hasn't been hunted for too far out, I think Montalina will get Red Publisher. But what was the gap between them last start? Because this will be running the same conditions. Yeah. yeah. There was a 3.3 length gap and there's only half a kilo in it. So they're the two. I'll probably, I, I'll probably, the way I've marked the race, I'll probably end up dutching them okay. for a, either a result. But um, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully. Jeez, it's a thin old race. Eh? Hopefully for. Uh our man, Pistol Pete, Montalina. Yes. One of the part owners, Pistol Pete Antons in Montalina. Our man. He's stuck in Perth. Can't get back to his new home, Melbourne. Oh, he loves and, it, uh, So uh, hopefully a, a result for uh, for the man, Pistol Pete okay. Antonitz. But uh, Montalina on top. Terry has made a very convincing and uh, good push for Red Publisher. Race seven, Cool Ridge Handicap, 1,200 metres special conditions. Um, what do we got going on here? Well, we spoke to Dan Morton earlier. Yep. About Miss Vasari, impressive first up winner. Put in a bit of a bodgy one, I thought, last start. But uh, I like this Regano, a four-year-old mare. 
mm-hmm. and um, I think she's got plenty of ability. Um, Chris Parnham elects to stay on board. No doubt he would have had the option to ride Campisi. Yep. That is a good push too. Um, but uh, he keeps the faith with Miss Vasari. I'm going to keep the faith with Chris, Dan and Miss Vasari. I think Miss Vasari can rebound on Saturday. But first of all, Guru, what um, what did you make of this lineup and what are you what are we thinking? Do you think Zephyr Queen can hold up and lead from gate one and maybe something like Jag the Joker or London Miss coming breezing, something like that? What are yep. your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a really good race. It's a race I, I knew well, I've marked it almost identical to what we're looking at here. And it's a race I don't feel like I got a great read on. Yeah. Um Miss Vasari is always going to be very close to your favourite. It's the one that's going to have to make all the ground and come from last. Uh, the fact it's a, a later in the day race is, is beneficial because it's always easier to make ground as the day progresses. Um, but probably not right now. What we saw last start, I don't see a necessity to take $3.50 about a horse that's going to have to come from last in a pretty sharp little field. Campisi gets the map, but while it gets the map, perhaps Miss Vasari gets the back of a horse like Dunbar or Gunmetal Grey and that, that ends up being a great back to be on and, and targets into the race. So um, Campisi was great versus Captain Chaos. I thought Dunbar may have been going as well as Campisi, very interestingly. Um, got stopped sort of in its tracks and didn't sprint after that. I'm, I'm sort of willing to forgive when that occurs. Yep. Um, but Dunbar's starting under the odds every start and this might be the occasion when it doesn't perhaps. Um, Gunmetal Grey is a big up-and-comer. Yeah, I like um, Gunmetal Grey as a horse. I do, yeah, yeah. really like Gunmetal Grey as a horse. And Zephyr Gwen goes to the top and, as you said, Jay the Joker, London Miss, they race on speed. Um, I think they're a rung below. I think the race is between the top four in the market um, and I, th- I think it's bang on. BJ, I don't. I'm, I'm. I'm really looking forward to watching this one. I'm happy to watch Miss Vasari come from last, go past him. But look, if we if we get a feel of a pattern on the day, and and you, it looks like you really ought to be rail heavy, and it's a really hot lane to be in. Um, I think Zephyr Queen will take a horse like Campisi quite far into the race. Yeah. So we might look at that late on Betfair. Um, if the centre of the track's playing well, then uh, if Miss Vasari is an acceptable quote late, or even Gunmetal Grey each way, I'm not afraid to play. Um, basically, it, it, for me, this is a race I, I actually doubt I'll be betting in and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to watching it because it's a, it's quite interesting seeing a few of these four lines clash. Yeah. Tipping point of view, Miss Vasari on top for me. Like Terry, I think that Camp Easy does get the map and got ran into a pretty good horse last start, didn't it, Captain Chaos? Good horse. Uh, or good horse, Captain Chaos, and Camp Easy did well to – to sort of rebound after, I guess, everything went wrong at its WA debut when it was very heavily fancied. And I do have a bit of time for Gun Metal Grey as well. Paul Harvey on board, third up. Should be just about ready to uh, to peak now, this mare. So, yeah, there's a few interesting little factors in there. I mean, Jack the Joker's flying for Ash Maley. Um but did have the one one the other day with Pike on board and and got all the favours and, and salute. I think it was a two sixty two seventy chance midweek last start. But yeah, just got a feeling that Miss Vasari is the horse with the with the most amount of upside. And uh, as Terry said, if the pattern is suggesting that you can sort of camp, uh, be three wide line peel and attack down the middle of the Belmont Straight on Saturday, then that Miss Vasari is the horse that I really want to be on. A lot will depend on the previous races and and what uh, what results they're throwing up. But Miss Vasari on top for me. I'm just going to try and work out where I had her marked. I was a three sixty Miss Vasari. Uh, second fave Dunbar, 450. Yeah, good race. 
Good race. I, I, yeah, this is a race I don't have a huge amount more to add. It, it, just, just looking forward to seeing what happens. You've got to remember Mr. Sari's first start win. Second, first start win was, um, it's looking even worse the yeah. more they race. Yeah. Yeah. Dream Evil couldn't go yet. Yeah, it's, it's looking even worse the more they race. But you can only, it's still one by two and a half. You can only beat what's in front of you. So, uh, but in saying that, yeah, what we saw first campaign, definitely some upside there. So, yeah, really, um, good, good race to watch. Yeah. Um, maybe on, on, if this rain doesn't, I hope so. I always, down, then, uh, then uh, maybe back on top of the ground, Mr. Fasari might enjoy yep. that as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I always in a, in a race like that where I'm, I don't really plan to have a bet. I hope something gets over bet. Mm. I hope there's crazy money Campesi, crazy money Miss Fasari. I, I, I hope be, something's that's over gonna bet. That's going to be the horse, I think. Which one, Campesi? You reckon? Yeah, it's going to be the money horse. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon the money horse. Yeah, it's it's one of those two more, more than likely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping they both get crazy over bet. I'm willing to look at Dunbar and Gunmetal Bro. Yeah. I'm I'm really willing to play a price here. And um, where where would you do it's that? It's a nice way to punt sometimes. Hey, where would you do that? Uh, top spot. <laughs> oh. Betfair. Betfair. Bet smarter, not harder. Betfair.com.au. Um, bet harder, not smarter. Uh, race number eight, the Peninsula Dining Room Handicap. You've been up peninsula. to the Peninsula Dining Room. I bet to say, what is the Peninsula Dining? Oh, it's upstairs. It must be upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't leak in there, does it? That's, a, that's <laughs> leak free. You pay a premium. It's not free entry to the Peninsula Dining Room handicap. Uh, over the the one, well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the full Belmont Park experience if you didn't have a few a few drops here oh, yeah, and there. Yeah, raindrops right. keep falling uh, over the thousand meters. Um, the return of uh, of Luke's Luke, a good mate of the podcast. I see red. I see red. Luke Fanny, the plunge horse. Big horse wasn't quick enough, was he? Come on, big horse. He's got to be quicker than that, doesn't he? Very disappointing. Uh, return of IC Red without the trial. I haven't spoke to Luke, so um, I'm sure he'll tell me it's flying and we'll win by 20. But, um, yeah, look, from a data point of view, very interesting race to to analyse BJ. IC Red's numbers from those, it was three three consecutive runs as well, were uh, through the roof, mm. like just wins this by a few lengths type thing. So I found that um, interesting. I'm trying to use the data in a positive sense when you get the opportunity to. Um, I saw 365 went up five bucks, IC Red, and because of that you knew that wasn't going to last long, obviously. They're not a company that anybody um, – most people can't get on. None of my friends can because I've used them all. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just an aside, Paul Harvey. Uh, hey, Paul Harvey, yeah, Mitch has been um, all the rides he had at 57, he's um, he's off. So okay. Paul Harvey, I think Paul Harvey suits the horse. That's no issue mm. for me. Should good, land outside express time. and Good booking. I if think. Luke's got it right, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat. But it's a difference winning on the firm Ascot tracks, especially when it, it won, it's won a Calgary Maiden, it's won a the boat race day. Um, and it won when it got the soft sit, uh, the soft sit in a three-year-old handicap. Mm. So, um, yeah, the jury's still out for me. How good I see red, I see red is, and look, was it, it it's going to start. Was it probably could have, probably should have almost beaten Acromantula, Acromantula yeah. last up. Remember, there was a day Mitch, Mitch could have followed yeah. Acromantula through and elected the back the, of the yeah. roughy, and I think it might have been type one. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah ended up going, ended up having to go through, peel three yeah. wide. No, uh, only got beat three quarters of length of the line, so he could be icy red, icy red could be heading into this race. Last three on the bounce, sort of thing, you know. Yeah, so, yep. And even that Bunbury race, that was a good. That was a good field. That um, it was, yeah. Yeah, and backed uh, into favoritism too. So didn't, they didn't lead that day. They were change of tactics. So I reckon they will come from the trees to back this potentially. Looking at uh, looking at the numbers, I think mm. it'll be a pretty supported horse. And um, I'm hoping that's the case because I'm gonna. 
just at the prices. Uh, if I if I could have the five bucks, I would have happily been on. But uh, I'll be looking around. Um, I see red. I see red. If hopefully the money continues to pour in, and um, there is a standout for me in this, BJ, because um, I, I want to take on state attorney. This George report said was wide the trip. I think that's a bit harsh on Brad. I reckon it was. No, it was. It was like was, two and a half wide. I reckon it was happy as Larry yeah. in the one one for the yeah. for the entirety. But um, happy to take on state attorney. Happy to take on weapons. Some two trials tells me that maybe the horse isn't hundred percent and really had to work hard to beat Media Baron over the thousand meters. I'm always going to take on horses like Bumper Humper on their return to racing. That's just how I punt, and I don't think the rest um, are suited. So. That leaves uh, Money Maley, an all-day session. I think these three-year-olds, now four-year-olds, um, I think they've got something on these. And I really do believe that this horse needs three boxes ticks. That's a wet track. Thus, this is the one I was mainly talking about. I want to see the soft six for. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy with the soft five and Ranger in the meeting. I want the 1,000 metres, and I think it's a horse that goes better with a good gait. So he's only raced against the older horses once. Here's, here's Terry stat time, you know. I know you like my stats. Mm. He's only raced against the older horses once. It was in a class one, carried the 61, led and won. Um, good win. Gave big weight that day to like a Jaguar, Danny Bella, London Miss, and excerpt. Pretty good class one. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely um, no luck or campaign. Even last start was forced from a wide gate, had to go out the back. Brad Wheeler had to take off early, and it was over the 1,200 metres, which he peaks on a little bit. Prior study won by a half length, but like- It was a good could, win. Yeah, it was, yeah. was a three-length type win, you know? And then yeah. the prior start was when he was held up, and it was a better run than- what? In my mind, a better run than Rain of Fire, mm. who obviously came out and did what he did and then went really well in a 72-plus. Even the prior start, going back to that, over the 1,000 metres behind Vane Tempest, it was a huge effort over on the soft five. So, um, look, I think he's a horse- the way he races, he can't lead like he did that day. He seems to have lost that ability to, to step cleanly. So you are going to be three back the fence or you're going to be in a bit of trouble. Um, and I see Red will have a head start on you. I really wanted – I was under the impression I was going to get eight bucks each way, nine bucks each what way. What are we? What are we talking Six. Mm. So I, I'm actually – this is one I'm, – I'm 360 all day session, but that's I knew that was too thin. I'm holding well, off. What were you? I see Red. 360. And what were you all equal day? Favorite. Equal, equal, sorry. equal favorite. Yeah, yeah. I was three fifty. I see red, five dollars all day session. Mm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cross my fingers and my toes, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have a, I'm not gonna back it till the day. I'm gonna hope for some, I'm gonna hope for some big money. I see red. Yep. And hope that we see eight dollars each way, nine dollars each way all day session mm. on Betfair. But that, that's my plan. Pretty, pretty happy to be involved. But um, you want the price because the way he races over a thousand, he needs luck. He's going to be a, a good thing beaten a few times in his career if he keeps doing that. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion in this race. A bit like, a bit like Terry there. I sort of. I see red, I see red. If he turns up, breathing fire, uh, Luke Fernie has him ready to rock and roll. No, first up, no trial. He could he could whack them on top of the speed, just rolling and just be pure point to point, too quick, too fast, you know? Yeah. But if there is a horse who can emerge from the pack and make things interesting late, then yeah, it's going to be a horse like all day session for sure. Race fit in form um, and uh, drops three kilos, coming back to a 1,000. Uh, which is his go, isn't it? Really, the Belmont Thousands really is is where he does his best work all day session. So, yeah, I think Icy Red's going to be rolling, and I'm just wondering what sort of horse can come from behind and get over the top. You're going to have to look for something with a bit of class, with a bit of strength, and that could be all day session. Mate, I reckon you've you've got that bang on. My biggest concern is that Icy Red from the breeze would just be might just be too might be able to run too good a time. Yeah. Um, 
Are there, is there anything else that can kick up and make it awkward out in front? Because I see red, I see red is a really nice beginner. That's the thing. I see red, I see red. If, if they put the foot down, you'll probably get a cross express try. Really? I, yeah, don't, I don't think um, they will. Uh, um, just that, the fact that Pike's on bumper humper means that they're, they're not going to be- They're, they're serious? Gonna, they're not gonna, well, not they're not going to attack for the lead. That's sort of what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Righto. I would have thought that. He's on come. We didn't talk spoke about come magic earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, bumper humper was obviously- There'll be money for bumper humper yeah. probably on that trial, but- yeah, obviously they're happy with how it's going and, and Dion told Steve to, to hold it nice and tight. Yeah. But, um, yeah, interesting interesting race, interesting race. I, I I must admit, and obviously always cheering for our good mate Luke Fernie, I must admit I, I do – my gut probably tells me that I see gets to the breeze and it's probably just too good, especially with the – I like the pont being on. Mm. Um, not that Mitch was a poor choice of hoop, obviously, but um, – yeah, that's what the gut. That's why I want to get back this each way. I wanted to see some 250, 260, 270 a place, mm. and I would have felt good. But um, yeah, I'll go with all day session. Icy Red's been a good horse to me. Uh, last prep, he got a couple of good results. Icy Red, Icy Red, rolling, outside leader. Plunge? No, it wasn't even, that wasn't uh, even that. I missed, I missed all that. But uh, I think Pete. I remember that was the Calgary. That was the Calgary Round podcast, yeah. and Pete McCormick was all over it from yeah, on that's Thursday. Right. I remember calling you as I was yeah. walking. Out, I had a little stint on uh, the podcast. Yeah, I think, I think we asked you about panting. <laughs> oh, we'll ask you about Icy Ricer, and you said, uh, "I don't know. I don't know what horse you're referring to." <laughs> I think I was a little bit coy, wasn't I, at that stage of proceedings? Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I, I'm sticking. I see red first up, um, backing in Luke Fernie to have this horse ready to rock and roll. All right. Uh, it's time for the, the horsepower, a night at the races handicap, but more importantly, the get out stakes. Episode 90, the nervous 90s, but we're never nervous about trying to win the uh, the get out stakes. S-T-E-A-K-S. Extremely popular. I've heard that. Get out stakes. Um Brought to you by our friends at Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Now, uh, Timmy Hewitt, Timmy Hewitt and his team, they run the show out there at Market City Meats and obviously been with us for a long time here at the 1 1. So if you let them know that you listen to the, the WA Racing podcast, Timmy will look after you 100%. So last week, congratulations to our episode 89 winner, Dean Powell. Now, Dean, he was almost bang on the official uh, Brave Dream margin. The official margin was 1.01 length. Uh, Dean Powell selected 1.02 length. So very went within a whisker of being exact Astute. so that was uh that was well done by dean congratulations that meat pack that delectable delicious group one beef package from market city meats is all yours dean very so, astute from you as well last week i meant to say that at the top of the show you threw that out as your best at a price always nice and the best is a a bit of a quote and uh there are a few others as well you were you were all over beat the bell beat the bell yeah got out to a nice price and it was a nice win and uh yeah, you must have had a Jew. good, I was, good little day. I was due. Oh, I was due. Right. Um, but, okay, thanks for the pump up. No, now, right. to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, please hit us up at the 1-1 pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win race nine of the day at Belmont this Saturday. Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, and we cannot ever forget the Sam White rule guru. First in, best dressed. Correct, Amundo. Okay, um, I'll say. Well, there's been actually before. There's been a bit of a bit of a call on on Twitter to get 
uh, Latham back on the, the podcast as well. He's he's flying, flying a lot of longies. So I reckon we um I reckon in the coming weeks we, we get Lath to uh to to make his uh return. What do you reckon? Sounds good. I think there's a few few There people. is. There is. I actually you? spoke to Giulio Santarelli mm. yesterday. A bit of a snippet from him, did you get? Uh yeah, he wasn't very well actually. So shout out to Giulio. I hope he's feeling a lot better today. Mm. He was he was in all sorts when I was talking to him on the phone. He was struggling. So hopefully he's resting up and feeling a bit bit, bit better uh, today. But he is very keen to join us here on the 1-1 pod as well. Oh, so Santa Snippets, the, the great man. For the entirety or just a the whole No, he's in the whole show, oh. locked in. I said, oh, we'll get you on the phone. He was like, I wouldn't have thought so. I'll have oh. to make him a nice pasta and lasagna or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or we can go on course or record yeah. something like that. But he's uh, he's very that eager. That was an Italian joke. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Italian, Italian. Italian. I went over your head. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're there. Latham Anderson, Giulio Santarelli, oh. the Taylors, Daniel Cripps. That's the names. Yeah. Just dropping them. The 1-1. One, one. Yeah. That's where it's at. Need a hand picking them all up. Mm. Uh, race number nine, Belmont. 5 p.m. Oh, yep. Before we go on, did you see that photo of Latham Anderson on Twitter? Yeah, that was, <laughs> there was, as I said, I I only saw it the next morning. There was, was a fair bit to unpack there, wasn't there? The, there was a bit um, going on, wasn't there? Is there someone that looks less like a punter um, <laughs> than dearie, dearie me? I, I'll tell you what, but uh, yeah. You wouldn't like, pick, him in, the, a, you wouldn't pick him in a lineup, would you? No, you certainly wouldn't. Uh, no, you'd, maybe a surfer, maybe a. Um, yeah, no, the, the frothy, the Betfair jacket. It was just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just what you need. It's what you need tweeted at you more regularly, I reckon. Yeah, so, no, I was um, unique, that's for sure. Pretty happy with that one. Um, all right, race number nine. Over the, the 1,400 metres, uh, there's been some fairly, um, well, not necessarily support. The market's doing a little bit of a um, bit of a hot shoe shuffle. <laughs> so, mm. Uh, doing a bit of a hot shoe shuffle, uh, notorious one. I think uh, I think Brad went off about two ninety. It's into about two twenty with most markets now. I think Brad's price is probably closer to, to accurate than the two twenty. The two twenty is probably a little bit thin. Um, we just saw watching race one, BJ. We just saw CJP uh, miss that. We missed the first couple hundred meters. Mm. I'm not exactly sure what happened. He's taking a tumble. Um, yeah, he didn't finish the race. I'm just trying to get some information on that. He hasn't been. Uh, uh, removed from his ride in the second at this point in time. So fingers crossed um, that he may have taken a time. He might, might have just been left in the gates. So. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, I'm so hoping. We're not so we're not sure. No, yeah. unable to gain any information at this but point. He's, I he's, he's, he's Crip and I said, uh, what happened to CJP okay? He goes, mate, it was a staying mate and didn't even turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> the uh yeah, so CJP's mount went around riderless for the race and yep. uh, so yeah we're just sort of waiting to hear What's going on with uh, with the inform hoop? Because um, what do you do with a, no, with notorious one without oh, you'd Clint wanna, Johnston? You'd want to you'd want to take it on. I definitely hope he's he's obviously okay and he's yeah. riding it. But um, yeah, it's it's um, as Brad Parnham um, showed. Even Clint Shane, it's a very difficult horse to handle, and uh, especially for a first time rider. And uh, looking at who is currently already booked, there aren't. Um, yeah, some of the some of the major options would have been it'd probably Brad that would get the ride back actually. So um, yeah, you you want Clint to be on, and um, I tell you what, you're a brave man. I was happy diving in last. Start at 370, 380, notorious one, but you're a brave man if you're taking two dollars twenty mm. about a horse with um with more uh, with more tricks than David Copperfield. Mm. So um <laughs> but uh BJ, this is uh Zinger's left, right, and center. Thin thin old race outside of that. Which um, is why he's so short, isn't it? Like it's, it is, yeah, it is. But um look, I, I came into this and I, I did think I'd be just 
Let's make notorious one off yep. we go. And if I wait for Betfair, I'm sure you'll probably see three bucks. I think that'll be big money. Phone me. Yep. I think the market's got Laugharola and phone me the wrong way around. You've got to you got to trust that Chris Parnham's on the better of the two runners there. And phone me. I thought first up thousand meter run was a great base yeah, for a race like this. Yep. Um, all the runs around horses that last the line were great last start. For me, it's just about Matt one one here. Um, it's there's a lot of get back horses, and then there's a lot of um, there's a few on speed horses. So you can map right nice and handy to them. But um, look, there is some concerns where the phone me might be a, a dry tracker as well. Um, La Farola, short the market, notorious ones undermine. I, I'm Vital Blast at best finds the breeze um, again, again, yeah, because you got Misty Lad in the race, yeah. Uh, Misty Lad may lack the dash fresh, but probably goes forward nonetheless. Who's um, Ivy? Bilos. Bilos. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Training, Ivy. training la, lack of boomer as well. <laughs> Did you hear that race call? It was no. one of my favorite race call. He just Richie Bell got a little bit tongue tied. Oh, boomer, boomer lacquer. lacquer. He's going, lacquer yeah. to boomer. The <laughs> lacquer. <laughs> oh, dearie me. It's one of my favorites. Ivy. Well, good luck, Ivy. Ivy Bilos. I reckon. I don't think I've seen that name in a Metro card before. So No, no, mm. no. As I said, Boomer Lacquer the other day. It was, um, and I think on Sunday as well. So, yeah, no, good luck with Misty Lad. It's going to, it'll be some training performance to, to get, Neil Dallas to get Misty up. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it'd be some training performance to get, um, to get Misty Lad up here. But, uh, one horse is, um, well above my prices. I'm, I'm not necessarily expecting to win, but, um, we can't. Let Ari Thomas go around at twenty to one, BJ. That's um, that's almost mad. That's almost mad Insane. for me. Well, crazy. It's yeah. It's that's a wild price for Harry Thomas. He um, he's just he only ever performs when leading or breezing. Go through his runs, and okay, last run, last campaign, and he'd had enough by then. He'd failed horribly in a Bunbury Cup, and then um, and then he came out in a Grandstand Cup one by Dig Deep. Uh, where he was, uh, he just wasn't interested by that stage. So forgetting that one, all, all the other occasions he's led or um, breezed, he's ran. He's ran really, really nice races. He's back to a seventy-two plus for the first time in forever. With um, uh, fifty-seven and a half. With fifty-seven claim, and yeah. a half, he, he's dropped some points. That's a great claim for cash. I like. We, we're very happy using the three kilos and and K do run. Um, I thought his trials were nice. His first up run, he just, as I said, won one and just just plotted away to the line. But that's what he does. But this is a near identical setup. It was over a mile, not 1,400. Last campaign, it was a um, little freshen up. And then second up, he ran into last of the line, Montalina. was actually well supported that day. Conditions were similar. It was only a good four, but I reckon you'll find it was closer to a soft five, soft six um on that particular occasion um and he went to the top and last of the line tagged him and just couldn't get past him and yeah. to make that form look good last of the line came out next start and one like um and one like wings so i look i'm i'm he's a very hard horse to catch and harry thomas isn't a horse i can remember catching at any of his seven victories but um, however 20 to one he goes plus. to the top he gets uh he gets vital plus he's gonna have to do a mountain of work to get there he gets misty ladders his horses around him yeah I, I think um especially if it's a little bit wet and um and at that stage of the day sometimes if you're rolling on speed on a track that's been chopped up with during the rain meeting uh during the meeting rain um yeah it, it can be very difficult spotty is having a really long drink behind me you can hear him that's good stuff spotty he doesn't he drinks once a day right he goes to the bowl once a day drinks for a minute and a half straight and that's all he does but anyway harry thomas I, i'm look i came into this race thinking I, I could find notorious one i'm 270 uh phone me i'm four dollars 80 harry thomas i'm seven dollars 40 so 
we back the value and we get the value. And for me, Harry Thomas is a value. It's actually drifted out a little bit to $23 or some agencies here. I, I think I think that'll end up looking like a pretty big price mm. come jump, BJ. So um, could run last, could be gone, but um, look at those prices. We're happy to um, we're happy to find out. Just while I'm talking, which has happened for a fair while now, mm-hmm. the other ones ahead of it in the market. I mean, Downforce, Bar Plate's on. Miracle Man, first up for five 600 days. Misty Lad's the same price as it. I mean, Misty Lad's. Not at the same level. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just just for me, you take luck out of the equation. All the other fancies are, are going to be quite well back. Let's have something on Harry Thomas. I like, I like it, too. I like it. Um, but I will also post-fix that with I came into this wanting to be on Notorious. Yeah, I think everyone everyone would. What, what's what's, a, what's the a price you got to have to take for a horse is? with tricks? Which is? My price, mm. three bucks was what I wanted for yep. Notorious One, you know, and that might seem like a, a long number. Um, but I think Phone Me gets a head start on it and yep. it is the first one rolling. Um, and and then obviously I think Harry Thomas, if, if it gives a kick out in front and Downforce and Vital Blast, um, not, yeah, well, Downforce, Vital Blast and Misty Lad stop on everything else, as last of the line found out, it can be a hard horse to catch. I was $3 as well, Notorious One. I was $10, Harry Thomas. You're 10 bucks, Harry. Oh, off we go. Hazza. Mm. Mm. Tommy. Mm, here we go. Thomas Shelby. Here we go. <laughs> Never won over the 1,400. It's had 21 goes, right? But it's yeah. had nine placings. So I, yeah, I think, I think I think the market's missed him and I reckon yeah. the market, you and know also what? He, I reckon it'll find him. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's raced predominantly black type and just below the last two or three seasons, I think, Harry Thomas. So Yeah. Um, yeah, he wouldn't have encountered a race of this quality for a while. Yeah. Even that Narwini, like that was, he was racing against um, some, yeah, some very- Beat home true attraction. Very, very smart horses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. I can see your brain ticking, BJ. Okay. That's why they call him the Perth Racing Guru Punters. Yeah, obviously Notorious One is the, is the talent. He's the horse on the rise. He's two from three this prep. Probably a bit stiff not to be unbeaten in his three runs. Clint Johnston Porter does seem to be the key, and he has drawn – he's a horse that lacks gate speed. Uh, does he lack gate speed or do they like to ride him quiet? Maybe they just like to ride him a bit quiet. Um, and gate one. So you're going to need to – you're going to need some favours from the low draw on a horse that's got plenty of tricks, as Terry said. So 220 is a bit thin for mine. So, yeah, if you're looking to bet around the fave in the last, um, I think Terry's sort of on to something there with Harry Thomas and I agree with the phone me situation as well. Yeah, phone, phone me, just a bit of an almost horse, um, but this is a sort of race that he could bob up in on Saturday. Notorious one might get to a backable price for those willing to wait. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not yeah. going to be waiting, but Phone Me could be really well supported here. As my guess is Phone Me will be the supported runner. Yeah. Harry Thomas will shorten from that mark, um, especially if we get any form um, of on-pace bias, which is more likely than unlikely the way the track's playing at the moment. Um, so if you are going to back Notorious one, I'm definitely not advising against it. Um, I just advise patience and definitely use Betfair because you're mm-hmm. going to get um, – you'll get longer than the 220 okay without doubt all right let's take a break and we'll come back with our best bets maddies and lays of the day for blue spec stakes day at belmont it's time for our betfair best betting proposition of the day terry layton what have we got race five number three gonna go bj race five number three gonna go look at this i like this maddie race nine number one harry thomas 
Maddie, race nine, number one, oh. Harry Thomas. Look at this. <laughs> Those two horses can't win with this much weight. A uh, little shout out to Minus Looks in race number five as well. I think that'll get to any old price. That's like beyond Maddie. That could that's be. like that's like uh, what's that? <laughs> What's the straight jacket? Um, that's yeah, certifiable. Yeah, it's mm. um, <laughs> great, Lance. Jesus Christ, come on, Terry. Uh, Lay uh, race five. Jeez, I'm I'm putting all the eggs in the basket here. Uh, race five, number four. Al Mahalo is the lay of. Geez, it, it might be the lay of the century. BJ, <laughs> just about <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's going on? Like, how is that? That's still not favourite, is it? Yeah, three twenty, three. Oh, I'm gonna just jump on the old fairest of um, bet and chuck up. A, I might even put up. What's it? Three twenty. I'm gonna put up five bucks. Yeah, three twenty, three forty, three forty, three sixty, something fluctuating. Yeah. Jeez, that should be fluctuating more. <laughs> I'll check up a few actually. Uh, your lay, Bernard. my lay, race six, number eight, Lonsdale Lady. Race six, number eight, yeah. Monster Lady is currently 380 favourite. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's going to have to ride her back these days. I just think it's just going to be hard for her to get past it's some of these. Plenty she has to overcome. Yeah. Plenty. Um, plus her own mind. Plus yeah. a drier track. She's that big performance for Zaratite was on a um, heavy, 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 heavy. So, yeah. 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 So she looks a bit, she looks a bit under the odds at the moment anyway, as far as yes. I'm concerned. I'm four times that price. So yeah. yeah, she's massively under the odds. All up place of those two laying it would be about four bucks. That's wild. Yeah. I'd be surprised if either of them run a place. Um, right, well, okay. Yeah. Blue spec steaks day. Blue spec steaks day. Come on.